0: We had a real problem with the cover. Phillips decided to do the cover for us, which is something that was a big mistake. We weren't happy with it, and we decided that they would we would always do our own covers from that point onward.
1: Day by day.
2: Hey, I'm BJ, and you're listening to Day by Day Uriah Heep. This is the second episode about their second album, Salisbury, released in January of 1971, once again produced by manager Jerry Braun. And they have a new drummer named Keith Baker because Nigel Olson, the previous drummer, returned to his position in Elton John's group. Unlike the first album, songwriting credits for this record, Ken Hensley has a writing credit on every song and is the sole author of three of the songs. So Ken had just joined the band. Actually, they had already started recording their first album, and they were called Spice when they got signed. And Ken Hensley joined the band, and they changed the name to Uriah Heep. And so they were changing their sound as they were going along, but Hensley didn't really participate in the writing process for the first album. Now, soon after this album came out, new drummer Keith Baker left the band and was replaced by a guy named Ian Clark, who was from another band on the Vertigo label called Cressida. And with Ian Clark, the band, embarked on their first U.S. tour, opening for Three Dog Night and Steppenwolf. As for the album Salisbury, the front cover features a picture of a British chieftain tank, which connects to the title, as Salisbury Plain in Wilshire, England, was a military training area. The American release on Mercury Records once again had a different cover, a very scary, strange drawing That looks like a crude, maybe a mock-up for a potential Cannibal Corpse album cover. You know, check it out, you'll see what I mean. It's drawn by an artist named William Falkenberg, who also did the Shipwreck cover art for Kingdom Come by Sir Lord Baltimore, a famous proto-metal album of this time period. So Salisbury kicks off with a song that had actually been added to the U.S. release of the first album, Bird of Prey. And Bird of Prey is an awesome song. Very heavy, great riffs, screeching guitar breaks, heavy metal falsetto vocals from David Byron, and they rein it in at about four minutes, so it doesn't go on too long. So this is a killer song, and as I said on the last episode with the song gypsy being a sign of things to come bird of prey is taking that style and moving it further along improving upon it tightening it up so killer song bird of prey second song on the album is called the park and this is written solely by ken hensley it's a mellow folky tune (laughs) walking through the park and describing the scenery basically not a great way to follow up bird of prey next song on the album is called time to live once again co-written by ken hensley with mick box and david byron kicks in right away with heavy riffing ripping organ but it's kind of a plotting song that really doesn't go anywhere fourth song last song on side one lady in black once again written by ken hensley has an irish folk song feel it's kind of a galloping song it's all right Flipping the record over, Side 2 only has two songs because the last song, the title track, Salisbury, is 16 minutes long. But the first song on Side 2, High Priestess, once again written by Ken Hensley. High Priestess kicks in with some great guitar. It's an upbeat, riffy song with cool melodic guitar breaks and a big chorus. Some of the operatic harmonies that we're going to soon hear from Queen. This is a great song especially for
1: 1971 who bought the sunshine
2: Closing out the album is the title track. Uh, Question here is, is this song ambitious or pretentious? Do we really need a brass section? It's a long, meandering song. 16 minutes, like I said. Not something I'm really interested in listening to. So listen to High Priestess and you're done with this album. But Bird of Prey and High Priestess are both killer, killer songs for this time period and the developing genre of heavy metal, hard rock music. Final verdict on Salisbury? Yeah, it's really about those two songs. It's only a six-song record. You know, it was a different time, so you could put out a six-song album where one of the songs is 16 minutes long. On the U.S. version, actually, they had moved High Priestess to the first position on the album because Bird of Prey was on the first album and they added a boring, bluesy song called Simon the Bullet Freak. So the U.S. version, while it's cool that it kicks off with High Priestess, it doesn't have Bird of Prey, so... All right, so check it out tomorrow. We're going to talk about the third album by Uriah Heep, Look at Yourself.
1: Make my life sunny for a day. Road that leads to nowhere. Please stop your crying. I ain't fit for dying this way. The speaking